Hi, uh, welcome back to another episode of Everyday Theologian. Um, my name is Chad, uh, one of your hosts here, uh, as always, with Pastor Ty Cordemage. Uh, today we've got a special guest, uh, but before we get into today's episode, I want to uh, I want to talk briefly about our schedule moving forward. Um, so this episode is going to be the first of our summer series. Uh, that is going to be a total of three episodes. So after this, we're going to take a couple week break. We'll be back in August with uh, two more uh, interview type episodes. Um, we're going to take another short break and then be back at the beginning of September all the way up through December. Um, so the, the full schedule breakdown will be on our Facebook page. Um, you can find that there. Um, but today we are talking with our new children's ministry director, uh, Mandy Gilberti. Uh, Gilberti. <laughs> I almost said something that started with an M and I knew it was wrong immediately. <laughs> Mandy Gilberti. Yes. Uh, welcome to welcome to the church, first of all. Uh, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're really excited to just be able to have a little conversation with you today and help people get to know you even more. We've done a little article in The Last Steeple, um, and Mandy was with us at all of the services this past weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so if you were there, you got to see her and hear her voice, but um, we're really going to get to know her a little bit better today, and we're excited to be able to do that. <laughs> So, so Mandy, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Tell us about you and about your family and just who you are. Okay. So who I am, my life started back in Altoona, Pennsylvania. I was adopted. I was raised in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. I moved to Indiana, Pennsylvania, moved to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, <laughs> Then to the Pin Hills region of Pittsburgh, and then now here in yes. Beaver Falls. Yes. I know, and you're actually like right down the road from the church, which is pretty cool, because I always, it's so funny to me when you're in different areas, like we say Beaver Falls, well, that's our mailing address, but you're really just down the road, and you actually live close to some of our church members, which is really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I love that um, when we were actually interviewing um Mandy was able to share with us that she saw our um, hashtag love your neighbor signs, which is so neat that right there in her neighborhood are people that attend our church. Yes. It's awesome. yes. cool. Yeah. When we would walk the dog. Yeah. We yeah. saw that. That was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So about me, I am a very proud mom mm. of uh, Mary Catherine. Mary Catherine is my uh, daughter who is 27. She is in Crystal Lake, Illinois. She works for Prairie Ridge High School. She is the director of bands. That's so cool. I've got a music girl there. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She comes from many, many years of music and being a drum major for her high school as well as IUP. Nice. So Mary Kate's out there. I call her Mary Kate. Um, she's out there. This is her second year. Nice. She got her master's at um, Illinois State University. So this was her first job coming right out of that. My son is not yet done at IUP. He uh, graduated pre-med kinesiology nutrition this uh, spring, mm -hmm. but he's going to hang out another year. He's doing his MBA 
at IUP starting okay. up. He's 23. His name is Mac, M-A-C-K. His full name is Mac Heinze. So um, that's my two kids. Cool. Uh, I live here with my husband, Frank, and our dog, Teddy, who is a Dalmatian. And we have uh, orange and white tabby cat, Daniel, who is the exact opposite of Mr. Rogers' Daniel Cat. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Didn't quite go with it, what he was named after. No. He has the look, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, animals. You've got to love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So, Mandy, um, you obviously have not lived here for too very long. No, December. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, new to the area, new to the community. But um, it also sounds like, you know, you're not that you're new to the church, because I want to make sure that that's clear. I mean, you have been in the church your entire life. Yes. In children's ministry your entire life. But, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but then, um, but your vocation has changed. Yes. Right? (laughs) So share with us about your call. Like, how has that part of your life developed and changed as God has called you? Well, when God calls, there are those that drop everything and listen. Mm. And then there are those that run out Mm. of fear. I liken it to my Catholic grade school days when we would run the school we would run up the steps through the hallways and back down the steps. I was on the basketball team and the field ball team. And that was, we didn't have a field. That's uh-huh. how we exercised. Okay. And they had the big statues that would watch your every move. <laughs> <laughs> Swear, swearing the eyes would move. Um, so I ran. Basically, that's what I was doing. Mm. Um, I tried to take the easy way out. I got an accounting management degree from ICM School of Business mm-hmm. back in like 86 I started my first banking job in 86. I was a back office banker for 24 years at two different places. One in Johnstown, started off at Moxham National Bank, which became Johnstown Bank and Trust, which is now your first national that you see around. And then First Commonwealth, 12 Uh years there doing everything back office, ACH, debit card fraud, um, all of those things, wire room. So my church was always a part of my life. I was always going to church. When I was a Roman Catholic, I was a cantor. Okay. Um, when I became Lutheran, my daughter was baptized Lutheran, so I became Lutheran. One of the first things Pastor Carson from Johnstown said to me was, will you teach a Sunday school class for me? Mm. And that's how it started. It started with little kids. Yeah. And then it built up to middle school confirmation within the Lutheran church. So I was always teaching. So 20 some years. When we moved to Indiana, Pennsylvania, that was another Zion Lutheran church. Um, I just fell right into teaching Sunday school again, as well as being financial secretary, working on the kitchen catering crew. So I was always, you know, active in my church. My kids were always super active in church. Um, I found it hard to sit at a desk and not be permitted to be nice to people on the phone to the Mm. point where I was helping them. Mm. I wanted to make a difference in the world. Um, Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror, was very, very important to me. Uh. 
and I could feel a shift happening within me. Interesting. My parents were 40 when they adopted me, so they were older. So um, my mother passed first. And this was probably a first clue. Um, everybody deals with grief differently, so don't mm -hmm, think you sure. have to be like me at sure. all. But I watched my mother pass. I stayed in the room. Mm -hmm. My father, who uh, died a Roman Catholic, left the room. My mother had been Lutheran about that. Mm. And um, when she died, I thought that I wanted to jump up and down. Oh. The joy within it was not something that normal human beings <laughs> experience or say, yeah. talk about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even sleep that night. Oh. I didn't sleep the whole next day. I was just astounded as to what happens when a person dies. Mm. What happens to that soul? Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at her. I, I know I was in the room with her a long time talking to her. And of course, she wasn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at a shell mm -hmm. of somebody that used to be my mom. My mm -hmm. dad kept saying to me, get out of that room. Get out mm -hmm. of that room. So that's one of the things that led me to um, lay leadership within the uh, ELCA, Zion Lutheran Church, Indiana. I did not have a college degree, so I was not permitted to go to lay leadership school. Okay. But I was told at that time that I had all three segments of what they felt a call. There's outward, inward, and then something else. Um, so I, I kept that in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. We had a pastor. I will give her a nod right here. Uh, <laughs> pastor Jane Stroll was teaching 30 years out at Berkeley, and we got her at Zion, Indiana, as a pastor. And we went to dinner one night, and basically she said, uh, so financial secretary, you know, about the church finances, about budget, about... And by the end of our time there, she was like, did you ever think about seminary? And I basically like, who, me? I can't. I still have these kids. You know, they were older, getting towards the high school age, you know. Um, but I said, uh, no, that wouldn't be me. Have you seen me? Do you, you know. Um, she said, I think you need to talk to them. I really think you need to talk to them. So she went with me to Gettysburg Seminary. Wow. She was also a graduate from the seminary in the 70s. Okay. Um, so she went with me that day, and I thought she was going to stay with me the whole time. I was just terrified. I had wrote an entrance essay for the lay leadership program that I was not permitted to pursue. Uh -huh. So all I did was update that and take it with me. It basically tells your story okay. mm -hmm. so that someone else can hear it and maybe perceive is God calling this person? Okay. So I sat in front of the admissions director at Gettysburg Seminary. It was still Gettysburg at that point. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Stroll did not go in the room with me. She went off into another room. I was paralyzed with fear. I read my essay to the attendance director, and she said, stop. And I'm like, I, I didn't know what. She went back to her desk. And there is a list of exceptions to get into seminary. And she's reading them and pointing possible at me. And I'm crying. I, I didn't know what this meant. Yes. Okay, because I, I still don't have a bachelor's degree, folks, but I have a master's degree. Oh, wow. Okay. So 
I, I didn't know what to think of it. I thought, okay, cool, I'll just go in as a deacon. You know, school and I don't get along real well just because I'm not a good studier. I thought, I have an associate. You know, I'll do it again. I can do two years. <laughs> so um, I, was, I was accepted on the spot. And wow. they asked me, you know, when you're ready, let us know. So I was sitting at work one day, and it was one of those days where um, people were yelling at mm. other employees, which goes on a lot in back office banking, I hate to say, but it is the truth. And I had had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I called the seminary, and I said, I'm coming. And they said, part-time? I said, no, full-time. Their answer to me was, we'll find you housing. Wow. Wow. So... I left. I had one kid in college already. The other one was going. I thought, okay, we'll all go to school together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll all do loans together. Yeah. And I announced it to my kids. This is what I'm doing. Um, I was divorced. So there was nothing holding me back, really. Yeah. And I, I just basically said to God, if this is it, if yeah. this is what you want me to do, I'll do it. I'll just, I'll do it. I'll mm-hmm. drop everything and do it. Mm-hmm. People said I was crazy. Um, oh, what would you do without a job? Oh, what are you going to? God was in and through this whole process. I was accepted in as a deacon program. But after about a year in seminary, I went back to the synod and said, I, I really think I'm getting called to word and sacrament. Mm-hmm. They switched me over. Mm-hmm. And I graduated with a four-year degree in May 2020. So um, this job mm-hmm. is a call mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. by God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. God doesn't have lines like ELCA or anything like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yes. um, I'm sitting here as a Methodist today. <laughs> I don't really totally know. Any of you lifers are going to have to help me. Um the basics I, I've got down because yeah. uh, theologically, you know, that's how you're taught in sure. seminary. My seminary is now United Lutheran Seminary at Gettysburg. Okay. Uh, Philadelphia okay. has come back on. That's why it's okay. united. Okay. Philly had broken away all those years ago, and okay. now they're back with Gettysburg. Okay. Um, I did my internship with Pittsburgh Lutheran United Ministries. We... Uh, we were 11 churches through Pittsburgh covering three counties. So I was a circuit rider. I was the Ministry of Pastoral Care. After internship, they hired me. Uh, so basically what you do is you just go in and you are a lay leader in church services. You can do everything except for communion in a way of consecrating. So mm-hmm. everything that I had was pre-consecrated. Okay. So sure, yeah. ready to roll. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was serving Pittsburgh Lutheran United Ministries. I was a part of a five-person pastoral team with other people that come on and help us through the 11 church rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful people, mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is being here at Chippewa United Methodist doesn't cause a conflict. I'm mm-hmm. not a minister, a pastor, so those people can still talk to me. I can have friendships with them. This isn't a role that's going to steal people from one church to another. Um, this is grassroots for me with kids and my, um, 
my life with children, being around with children. Um, Mr. Rogers is a huge influence mm. on me. Yeah. I wish I was more like that man. Um, <laughs> Tell me all. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I think I can help parents, and that's very important. We need to team up together. We need to help raise these kids mm-hmm. within the church to give them a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, things that aren't really taught anymore are things like virtues. Mm. Um, I intend to bring virtues back into Sunday school, at mm-hmm. least talk about them mm-hmm. and what kind of person acts in a virtuous way. Sure. Um, just people that you can depend on within your church, mm-hmm. um, multi-generational things mm-hmm. so that yeah. kids get to know um, older adults and respect them and hear their stories yeah. and mutual respect, right? You respect sure. the children too yeah. because they also have a voice, even though it's inquisitive and it right. might be annoying right. at times. <laughs> um, that's just how they're figuring out their world. We yeah. all did that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We all did that. Yes. Um, yes. We will have rally day on uh, September 12th. Yeah. Uh, the kids will be divided up into groups of pre-K, K and one, mm-hmm. two and three and four and five. Mm-hmm. We will be using dig in from group. It is about the, the life of Jesus mm-hmm. in the hope that children see Jesus not only as a friend, but can start building a relationship with Jesus that'll mm-hmm. last their whole life, something that they can depend on. Yeah. And maybe that they grow to understand that we serve a God we don't see. Yeah. Yet mm-hmm. people go and we worship, right? Sure, right. And why right. we do that. Right. Um, I intend to teach one mm-hmm. of the groups, any of the groups. Um, which means I need volunteers really desperately, (laughs) desperately. And we are all against the safe sanctuary situation this year. Everybody needs to re up their requirements. So if you've been in the state of PA for 10 years, you don't have to do the FBI fingerprint thing. Mm -hmm. Although I did because of staff, I'm on staff Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. but um, there's just two pieces. There's the child abuse one, and there's the criminal history mm-hmm. one for the state of PA. That's out on the Chippewa United Methodist website. Yeah, the, I love that. It's so right convenient. there. Yeah. There's a quiz mm-hmm. that I ask everyone to take. The um, The results of the quiz will come right to me. Good. So, you know, pass, fail. It, you know, if you failed, <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about what the answers right, are. Right. But, you know, I'm not a good tester either. I just told you about my college, <laughs> my high school, you know. But it, it's very important for people to understand. Yeah. We aren't one person in a room with a child. We've right. got to have two people. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah. We've got to... We've got to find that it's important to care for our children. Absolutely. At um, the utmost of safety. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what I would ask volunteers to do. Mm -hmm. You can call the church to get in touch with me. You can email me. You can call my cell phone. I'll hand it out. I don't care. (laughs) Um, I am also planning on staying virtual as well. So you'll see dig in in the classroom. Yeah. And then you'll also see dig in on virtual. Okay. So we'll keep that across the board like that so that even if your child has to miss or if you personally don't feel comfortable bringing them, 
Yeah, sure. I get it. Because there are still some families I that are feeling that way. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, same with mask policy, things like that. If you want to wear a mask, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want me to wear a mask, I will. I'll wear a shield so you mm-hmm. can hear me talk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the world we live in right now. Right. And I want to be ready to um, have Chippewa land on its feet. Mm-hmm. If we would have to shut down again, mm-hmm. we yeah. have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, and I appreciate that too. I mean, because there are still some families that just aren't ready, at, or and I mean, we heard too that there there are families that are have used the online uh, portions while they've been on vacation. Which mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yes. such a neat way to stay connected, and um, you know, it's really been an incredible thing. And hate to see it go away. Well, and that that also brings the family into the into the lessons. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked a little bit about this when we did Susan's kind of farewell interview mm-hmm. where children's ministry kind of has seen this evolution into more of a family centered ministry. It, um, it kind of has to. Yeah. I mean, you partner up with your kids, teachers at school, mm-hmm. right? You partner up with your kids, instructors within the church as well. Um, why would you not want to know what your children are being taught? Right. Or what they're trying to say in the car going home. And you're going, I, I don't get <laughs> what are you it. What talking about? I don't get it. But we did have a gorgeous VBS here yes. at Chippewa. I was here was Wednesday wonderful. night of yeah. that, um, Knights of King's Castle. That was just absolutely beautiful in every way. I, I was astounded mm-hmm. by the enrollment of it, you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, Susan Winter's... And her expertise within that. So it's huge shoes to fill. (laughs) And I'm not going to fit the shoe the same. Yes. You know, I can't. Sure. And really, to respect her 100%, you wouldn't want me to. Yeah. Um, But programs that are out there now, we're looking at as a a team, as staff team, and seeing, you know, what we can do right now looking into the fall mm-hmm. because schools don't even know right? <laughs> yep. yeah. schools just yeah. don't know what it's going to look like. Are they yeah. going to be hybrid full time, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I would like it to be the, the way it was prior to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't know if we can totally do that or not. Mm-hmm. And no one knows because yeah. this is an unknown. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with. Yeah. Um, Sunday school, there's a bulletin board downstairs. I put stuff on it this morning. That's by the B rooms. Mm -hmm. So if you walk past that, that's me decorating that. Um, Questions. I have a sign-up sheet for volunteers. I would like an email and a phone number, please. And and I think for everyone's time, if you can serve like a month, Mm. and then maybe if we have other people that can do that, <clears throat> that way, if people are uh, snowbirds or if they mm-hmm. want to visit somebody uh, during sure. a month, they don't feel like they have to find a replacement for Sunday mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. But I'll be right yeah. there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm rolling my sleeves up. I want to teach this yeah. because I, you know, I haven't seen this curriculum mm-hmm. yet. I want to learn it. I want to. Sure. And it's a good way to get to know people, too, mm-hmm. when it you is. get to be right there, a part of it and kind of rotate around and yeah that's great so uh, you talked about like big shoes to fill and there were there's definitely been a lot of kids ministry 
things that have happened here in the last number of years. Um, and so I know that like you've already kind of alluded and just mentioned the fact that, you know, we really with, with the whole post COVID kind of almost mm -hmm. post COVID, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're still kind of figuring out what, what's coming up, but then you're also just starting like, Oh my goodness, there's no way. Like I know the kind of planning that Susan would do yeah. for something that happens like, like the back to school bash thing. She would have already been planning like four months. Like that, that planning goes along with a VBS planning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that is not something we can realistically even begin to expect. <laughs> Right. <laughs> because mm -hmm. you, you're only here like a week and a half at this point. And uh, yeah, so that's probably not happening. Um, but we also want to just kind of mention that, um, that like you said, like with staff, we've, we're, we've already started these conversations of what does the fall look like realistically? What are things that we can be supporting you in and encouraging you for? And then um, how the ministry will be able to grow and continue to, you know, to add the different programs because we're not trying to get rid of them all. No. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Like chippers would be one of them. Yeah. Um, family fun nights yeah, Friday that would night happen kids, on yeah. Fridays. Um, it's not that we want that to go away. Right. It's just when we start those programs again, we want to be able to say, it, you know, we're going to do this for three or four months, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And right now we've got Pfizer saying there's a booster shot out there for what we don't know yet. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Right. There's just so many. And then knows. children's shots. And you're just shots. starting. My goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we are looking at Operation Christian Christmas or Christmas Child. Child. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, Trunk or Treat. Yes. Indoor at CLC. Right, right, right. Um, decorate a table. Yeah. Uh, stuff a pumpkin. Yes. That's for our uh, friends at Agency on Aging in yes. Beaver County, as well as the uh, Angel Trees. Right, right. We'll be doing that. Yeah. Um, I already put the Easter egg hunt on, too, because that's just... <laughs> Easter's my groove. <laughs> I love it. I Christ love was it. victorious and always is, right? Yes, mm -hmm. amen. So, amen. Um, yeah, so maybe I, I sound a little bit more ministerial. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I do. Um, but it will be fun. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It will be fun. Yeah. I'm going to have a... It's called an Ambusta basket. What? In my office. Um, free things for kids. Oh. So you come in, girls, you could have a bracelet. Boys, I have matchbox cars, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you need something. You need a gifty like that to make you happy today, kids. You can come in with your parents. Oh, fun. Um, I will try to keep running an Ambusta basket forever because I think it's really cool. That's, that is cool. Um. And it's not an everyday or an every week treat, maybe, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, you had a bad morning, somebody got yelled at because you didn't get your clothes on fast Aww, enough, things like that yeah. as a kid, mm -hmm. or, you know, you didn't feel good when you first yeah. got up and, you know, that's the time to come in and get something out of the Umbusta basket. Yeah. So. Um, that's fun. That's one thing that I bring with yeah. me because I love it. Something else that you bring with you, which you had mentioned to me before. Um, and, and so I want people to hear this, especially passing it on to kids, because I know that you'll share this with them, too. But um, you can guarantee that anytime you see Miss Mandy, she's going to have some kind of. Yes. 
cross or some kind of Christian theme, like maybe it's in her jewelry or in her clothing. And um, Mandy is always teaching. (laughs) She's always creating opportunities for conversation about God and about Jesus. And so, uh, you know, you're going to see that you're going to hear that um, just in the short time that I've known Mandy, she has an, an incredible pastoral heart. She's always wanting to be able to engage in conversation talk with you about your life, about who you are, but she also wants to make sure that you know Jesus and, um, and folks, you're going to see that and you're going to hear that, but it, it does not take long to be in her presence (laughs) before you know that and see that. So I'm excited for people to be able to see you and get to know you and see all these fun things. Um, and so folks, listen, we need to be encouraging her Uh, If you have been a part of children's ministry before, this is not the moment for you to back out. This is not the moment for you to say, I'm going to take a break because the children still need you. They know you. They want you to be a part of their lives. And Mandy needs to know that it's not all on her shoulders because really the ministry for our children, it's for all of us. We all, we all take that vow. Anytime a child is baptized, that we are going to love them and pray for them, encourage them and teach them. And, and this is just another one of those times where we get to say, Hey, don't forget you took that vow too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And also you're my brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Yes. Um, So I need to get to know my new family Yes. as I get my footing here. You know, I've got keys to a million doors. Oh my gosh. Right. (laughs) You folks know the doors better than I do. Oh, in Christmas Town, we were talking oh, yes, about that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I know the closet it's in, folks, but I don't know where <laughs> anything goes. So yeah. I'm gonna need help. Yes. Um, getting that together. Right. Another thing that is new to Chippewa, if we can, if we can do this, um, like October, November ish, before Advent. Yes. I proposed a family Advent event. Yes. At CLC. We would throw a tarp down. Guys, I need you to cut some pine tree boughs. <laughs> I need arborvita pieces. Oh my god. Because we'll have um, forms, uh-huh. advent wreath forms, uh-huh. and we will make advent wreaths so that you have them in your home. Oh my god. So we're not yeah. just lighting candles right. at church. We have them at home as yes. well. And we'll have candles there that day. And possibly, I've got to talk to the folks that are decorating Uh this year, uh possibly an ornament that we can make as a family that may end up on the trees. Oh, wow. Along with Chris Mons or whatever we're going to use. Something tasteful, something. And then they could take them home after the services on Christmas or leave them up. Right. (laughs) Through season, through the season, and then, you know, take them home before they put their stuff away at home. So. We'll talk about the colors of Advent, what that means, um, where Advent comes from, um, how the days get shorter, and what that means, not just with children, but adults may not realize what that does to um, our world, Mm -hmm. to nature, Mm -hmm. to animals, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I'm excited about that because that's something that we always did. Um, Zion, Indiana did that, and it was a beauty. We'll have um, cookies, hot chocolate, tea, coffee, that kind of stuff at that. So 
that's something that's new, just something near and dear to my heart. So that's fun. If we could do that, that would be interesting. Oh, that'll be great. Well, I can't wait to see how um, people just start connecting and uh, just saying, oh, yeah, hey, I know how to do that or I can be a part of that. So if you're Mm -hmm. listening and you know somebody, (laughs) 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 let's start making those connections because... Folks, you have met Mandy. You're getting to know her. But remember, there's a whole lot more of you than there are of her. (laughs) (laughs) And so we need to be uh, reminding her of who we are, introducing ourselves, and and just sharing with her your love of Jesus and this community and this congregation and how you can be supporting um, the ministry of our children. Mandy, is there anything else that you think, you know what? I should probably know this about me too. Um, (laughs) Ringo Starr says, um, peace and love. Okay. And he just had a birthday recently and you'll see him do the peace sign and say peace and love. And that's Uh something from the sixties. I do, um, love and peace to you. Um, so my love and peace I give to each and every one of you today. I hope you have a, a beautiful day. Um, a bright new tomorrow with all possible things happening through the goodness of our God, who is um, our creator, our love, our world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thanks, Mandy. You're welcome. I'm so glad that you're able to be here and just share some, share more of who you are and help us get to know you a bit more. Um, and I know that there are folks who are really going to love this and appreciate this so much. Um so I think that's probably about it from us for yeah, I think so. this episode anyways of Everyday Theologian. Yeah. I'm excited to see everything that's going to come. I'm excited to start working with you. Thanks, Jack. Um Yeah. Yeah. This will be too. this will be a fun new new thing in the church. Yeah. Absolutely. I love fun new things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me too. Thanks, Pastor Todd. That's awesome. Great. Well, thanks for joining us uh, on this episode of Everyday Theologian. Uh, Mandy, thanks again for being here, uh, sharing your story. Um, This is going to be fun to get to know you and to start working with you. Um, to everybody else, uh, if you're interested in volunteering, if you've never been a part of the children's ministry before, uh, I implore you, it is a ton of fun, incredibly rewarding, um, and Mandy could really use your help. Uh, to everyone that's been a part of it, please continue volunteering. Uh, you are more uh, important to the lives of the children in this church than you realize. Um, we will be back uh, with our next episode on August 11th. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and on our church app uh, hosted through SoundCloud. Um, please send us a message on Facebook, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>